0: Hello everybody, this is Hunter Samson with the Traditional Archery and Everything Outdoors podcast. Uh, today we're coming at you Saturday, October 13th. Uh, and this is just going to be about, this This episode is just going to be about uh, hunt, uh, gear selection and uh, why I use what I use in the woods, how everything sort of has a purpose to it. Uh, and how to build a kit for cheap. Uh, I get a lot of questions. Hey man, how do I build a backpack for cheap? Hey man, how do I build a backpack for cheap? Hey man, how do I build a, a, a good hunting kit for cheap? How? Do, what binoculars do I get? What whatever do I get? And we're going to address all those today. But the first thing we're going to address and we're going to talk about is the importance of sharp broadheads and no matter what gear you have what gear you select your broadheads have to be sharp i don't care what you shoot as long as they're sharp they hold a good edge and they're strong they'll fucking kill and that's that that's the end all be all they will kill as long as they're sharp and strong and they hold an edge uh so the next time so the next thing uh to address and then it all sort of Closing each other, if you have good broadheads, uh, you want good arrows behind those two. Uh, I would go cheap. If I were to go cheap, uh, like some people, how do I get started in archery for cheap? Uh, if you're wanting to get started in traditional archery, there's no better way than to go on Big Jim's Big Gems, uh, Big Gems Outdoors.com, I believe, and then go on his website and look for gold tip blemishes. Uh, you can find it. A- a dozen of them for like i want to say like 40 bucks uh it could be a little less could be a little more it's been a long time since i've been on that website uh, simply because i bought uh, six arrows and that's been like three years ago and I've, i'm down to three of them i'll probably get a new set this year but i don't know the three arrows that i have are still doing pretty good they're still in good shape uh and i really i'm starting to like them uh, it took me a couple years it's took me a few times to get my fletching set up how i like it it's took me a few times to get some kinks worked out with my fletcher to finally get it to the point where I, I, i'm confident in using it uh, so that being said the next thing uh is this topic is it's kind of controversial uh cheap gear uh sometimes cheap gear can be great uh you can find some you can find you can find some great deals at yard sales uh army army surplus stores. man if y'all are looking for cheap camo and you can't afford under armor you can't afford some things go to army surplus stores and find you some old school wooden cam, uh woodland camo or some tiger stripe or Whatever, man. Find you some camo on, on for cheap. Uh, go to eBay. eBay is a great website if you want to find stuff at, at a at a discount price. Uh, and I can't guarantee it. it's going to be. Uh, you can't. Most of the time, you're not going to be able to find a Under Armour hoodie. Uh, I mean, an Under Armour zip up for thirty bucks, like I did. Uh, I just happened to get lucky and catch somebody that didn't have a lot of items sold, and that was his first item, and he only had three or four viewers. Uh, so I got lucky on that part. You're not always going to find deals like that, but m- most of the time you're going to be able to, to find a good 30 to 40% off, uh, items. Another place to look is go on the clearance rack of any outdoors at any, um, sporting goods store and, and look at their hunting. They have. Certain items that not a lot of people like, uh, not a lot of people like. A lot of times you'll find it in really big and really small sizes. So you might have a size, too, you might want to buy a size too big if it's a jacket. Uh, but there are some places you can look. Uh, but I would definitely go online, look, look at eBay, and then look at army surplus stores. If I were wanting to find camo, really cheap. And guys, let's be honest, you don't always need camo. Uh, your your great grandfather and your grandfather used to hunt deer in red flannel. Did it work? Did it work? Yeah. Did they kill deer? Yeah. But does it work as good as camo? No, of course not. But if I remember right, uh, red isn't a color that deer deer see very well. Anyways, I uh, could be wrong about that. But there are several factors to consider whenever whenever you're talking about camouflage it, it's not camouflage for hunting and camouflage for military purposes are two totally different things military purposes you're going to want more uh you're going to want more of a painted pattern because it tricks the human eye more uh, camo is great for when you're sitting down but you start moving camo starts to stick out but that's that that's, that's another thing uh i've got several hunting flannels uh flannel's that all that I use them are are for hunting and they're green gr- one of them's green and yep green with a little bit of yellow in it one of them's brown with some yellow in it uh one of them's brown and green and they're all flannels that the only time i wear them is to go hunt and that's because a lot of di- a lot of days I don't feel like wearing my jacket so I'll wear like a little light fleece uh jacket Sim, kind of similar to the one that like Fred Bear used to wear a lot I, i'll wear that except this one's a, an old scent lock jacket that i've had for again got it on ebay got it for a good deal uh but you can find several things uh you just gotta look find what you like find what you want find what works uh different hunting styles are going to require different camos honestly uh, if you're a tree stand hunter uh real tree hardwoods works great for tree stand hunters especially earlier in the especially later in the year uh then if you want to go if you're a ground hunter and it's the winter time some snow camo might do you really well as opposed to tree bark cam, camo with uh specks of white specks of brown and you, you can find camo in all sorts of colors uh but really just different camo's for different environments does have an effect uh if you're if you're a hunter that does it all and you want one camo pattern that does it all uh both real tree and mossy oak make phenomenal camo patterns uh under armor has a real tree and moss a real tree I believe uh you can use under Armour's uh ridge reaper they make that that's a really fantastic camo but we're talking about on a budget here uh if i were to pick one camo that's the uh the most versatile camo out there i would definitely pick real tree (laughs) edge that that would be like my number one camo that's just extremely versatile uh and it's just you can use it for fall you can use it for winter uh mossy oak uh xfinity is a great camo too uh mossy oak evergreen i believe or mossy oak extra green one of the two they're a really good uh fall i mean spring and early summer pattern uh and it all really depends on where you're hunting how you're wanting to hunt uh mossy uh like i said earlier mossy oak, mossy oak green uh i mean extra green uh not extra green mossy oak uh mossy oak obsession i mean uh obsession's a, a really good camo uh real tree has, has some good stuff uh it's all preference real tree mossy oak they all they all do a lot of the similar things mossy oak is going to be a little bit more expensive uh especially if you're buying straight from mossy oak if it's not like a clothing company that had uh, uh let's say a carhartt jacket that has mossy oak uh pattern on it i believe uh carhartt has mossy oak and real tree <clears throat> not real sure uh but real tree is going to be the more uh, affordable option simply because it's going to be on a lot more camo patterns uh you know there's there's a lot of things uh you know there's just a lot of variables when it when it comes to camos and especially the style how you hunt and so the the camo that you choose uh a lot of times is going to determine uh What type of gear you you're wanting to hunt? If you're a a spot and stock hunter, you're gonna want a a camo that works up close uh, and and far away. You're gonna want uh, different camos suit different things. You can't have one that does them all, but you can have one that does a little bit. That does a little bit of everything, but does them all well enough to where that it's reliable. That's my thing. Uh, If you live up, if you lived in Colorado, I I wouldn't know where to begin uh, with camo but if let's say you lived in Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, uh, Pennsylvania, uh you know the the Midwestern states, Illinois, uh uh Illinois, uh Kansas, uh, a lot of places that have uh, timber I, I could recommend or recommend candles but Uh, for, you know, mountainous terrain, I couldn't because it's, even though I live in here in West Virginia, we live in what the, the foothills of the Appalachian, Appalachian Mountains, uh, Appalachian Mountains, it's, it's, it's very similar to Ohio, uh, biologically, uh, not in, uh, phonically. Meaning there's a lot of similar trees, there's a lot of, vegetation that grows similar we have some different vegetation down here because we are in a little bit higher climate so different stuff grows at different levels of climate uh but biologically we're incredibly similar when it comes to plant life i'm not sure the 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 right word for that right now uh but but i'll definitely use it and use the right word in the next podcast but uh we're very uh we're very different uh we're very different so being different biologically uh is going to affect the type of cameras you're going to use. Uh, here in West Virginia, you're seeing a lot of oaks, and you're seeing a lot of chestnuts. Uh, you're seeing a lot of uh, vine. Uh, kudzu is making an impact here in West Virginia. It's taking over a lot of stuff. But you're seeing a lot of oaks, a lot, uh, a, a few holly trees, but mostly oaks, pines, and. Uh, sycamores and i'd say that's it, oaks and pines is where you're going to find the majority of your trees and then there's sycamore and then there's some wa- uh, walnut trees and bee- beech trees but you're mostly going to find oaks and pines here if i were to describe two of the most common uh tree types here definitely be oak and pine uh more m- more than likely oak uh, because pine really doesn't uh, pine grows everywhere in the united states but it's really prevalent in this area uh So different camos you're gonna have to you're gonna have to choose, Uh, but camo you you don't need camo. Uh, If you can't afford it, I would go out. If you can't afford the new fancy camos, I would go out and to an army surplus store and find a pair of woodland camos. Uh, Find an old pair of BDU's, but make sure you take all the tags. Not all the tags you take. If there's a name on them, take the name off. If it says U.S. Army, take it off. Take every patch and logo off. But where the BDU's when you when you hunt, and that you know that that'll work. Uh, but the gear selection has a lot to do with ha- the style you hunt. If you like to spend a lot of a lot of time glassing, uh, for those of you who don't know what glassing is, glassing is where you sit uh, with a pair of binoculars or, or a spotting scope. Uh, in here in here in West Virginia, it'd be more with a with a pair of binoculars because a spotting scope is more prevalent out west because you can see two three miles with a spotting scope and you might be lucky to see a thousand yards here in the woods of west virginia but i do a lot of glassing with with uh my binoculars because i can get a closer view of things uh but then if you're going to do a lot of glassing uh get you a really good get you the best you can afford uh right now i'm using these little i'm using a little pair of bushnell uh uh, just Bushnell uh, uh, binoculars, and they're not the best, but I mean they are really good. They work for they they do the purpose, and for I want to say the eighty bucks that I paid for them, they're, they're definitely worth the money. And if I had a lot a lot more expensive uh, binoculars than that, yes, I've had you know four five hundred dollar pairs of eyeglasses. I've had. I've had vortex that caught you know vortex is is a fa- is a favorite of mine, but I'm really hard on equipment. I'm especially glass. I fall a lot. I I, I trip. Uh, you know, and the reason I I don't want to spend that four or five hundred dollars is because I don't want to spend that four or five hundred dollars and then break it. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to spend a lot of time glassing, uh, get you a really good pair of binoculars. Get you a good spotting scope if you live out west. Um, but if you're more of a spotting stock hunter, uh, if you like to walk a lot of miles, you really need to get a, a comfortable pair of boots. Um, I have one pair of boots that does it all. Um, well, 90% of it. Uh, these They're the Under Armour Bozeman's. Uh, and they they were really fucking good. Um, really good. They're comfortable. They've probably got, I'd, hate, I'd have to say, four or 500 miles on them already. Uh, they're a couple of years old, obviously. But they've broken really well. They've worn really well. I've had to replace the laces once, uh, and, and that's to be expected. Uh, with any boot uh, that you take hunting with, and, and you know, it, laces tearing up is just a part of owning shoes and owning boots. But they're... They've held up really nice, and they're what I wear 90% of the time. Uh, They're comfortable. They've got 600 grams of Thinsulate, and I'm the type of person, I don't really like a lot of Thinsulate. I don't really like a lot of insulation on my foot because my feet, uh, sweat, my feet are hot. Uh, So so are my hands. So my feet, my hands, I wear a light pair of gloves all the way up into the really fucking, uh, into the really heavy shit in winter. Uh, and, and that's just one th- Everybody has a different body type uh, You know like I, I've got an uncle Who he he wears 2000 grain Thin sleigh boots In the middle of fall because his feet get Cold and different people's Body reacts to the weather differently My my, my face gets cold uh, Extremely cold So I wear a face mask a lot uh, And my, my arms tend to get cold So I like having a heavier Jacket uh, but you know my legs don't really get that cold. uh I'm the you know you always see that guy in, in winter that's always wearing like uh, shorts. I'm not quite always wearing shorts, but I'm I, I very rarely wear long johns. Other than when I am hunting for a long time, and th- the thing is, you don't have to wear very heavy gear when you're moving a lot. Uh, you want to wear light gear, but that still is insulating. So when you sit down. You, you have that warmth but you don't want to wear something that's so heavy that when you do move you have to constantly strip layers off or you're you're gonna sweat and when you sweat you, you you get really cold in a couple of min in a couple of minutes so you just want to find what you like and, and what works for you uh another thing uh, to consider is knives what kind of knives do you like uh me, I've got a Buck 119. I bought it the other day. I've always wanted one. It's always been like every every guy has that one knife that if they could own, they'd own it. Uh, well, if not if they could own, but if they, yeah, every guy has that one knife that they've always wanted it's since they were a kid because somebody had this knife or it looked cool or they think it looks cool. Uh, a lot of guys I talked to, they said if these those rent, if they made better quality. Uh, survival knives quote-unquote survival knives meaning rambo knives they made better quality than they, they would have one of them with them uh because that was a really cool knife growing up in the 80s I would, the knife you're gonna choose you want to you want to kind of i don't usually carry one knife with me in the woods i carry two or three i'll carry you know my working knife the, the knife that i'm gonna be doing most of my work with my my gutting, my my gutting, uh, my skin and my quartering, uh, a lot of that. But you know, I also have a knife that is a precision knife that I make it, that I can make really precise cuts. Because uh, let's say I have uh, four or five miles, I got to drag an animal out, and I don't, and I don't, uh, you know, because it's too far to drag, and I have and I have my pack with me. Uh, I'm gonna take my buck knife. I'm gonna gut him out. I'm gonna gut that deer out. I'm gonna break, you know, break his rib cage. Do whatever, however you you, you uh you uh, uh gut a deer because there's several different methods. Uh, then after you're gutting that deer, uh, I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna skin him and I maybe let's say I want to. I want to have a really clean skin because i'm wanting to mount that deer i'm going to use a skinning knife uh, and that's usually a little knife it's usually three or four inches bit long uh has you know the knife i'm using right now is again another buck knife. i'm a really big fan of buck knives uh, i have a lot of them in my collection um uh, is a buck i think it's called the buck ghost it's a hollow it's the hollow handle knife it's really just a skeleton what they call a skeleton knife which is just a knife, no handle, no nothing, and just has a grip on it. Uh, I've got some paracord wrapped around the handle for grip, and that's about it. And, you know, that knife, it's a really good skinning knife. It's a really good knife if I want to handle small game. You know, that's usually the knife I take with me. Uh, And then I have another knife, which is just a pocket knife. It's just something I can, if I need to whittle it, if I need to cut a stick in the woods, if I need to you know, build a fire, I have another knife, you know, I have a couple things with me that I can build a fire with, uh, so I have different things to serve different purposes, and, and that's the biggest thing, having something that, something for everything, uh, usually I have a little emergency kit, uh, with me, and it's all just personal preference, what, what uh, what you use, uh. You don't have to carry all the stuff that I carry, especially on a, on a day trip. The, the likelihood of you getting hurt on a day trip is very unlikely. Um, but but it can happen, so I usually like to carry. Uh, another thing I forgot to mention that I always carry on me is I carry a couple bottles of water. If I'm going to be out all day, you're going to get thirsty, so you're going to want to have some water with you. Uh, if you've got a camel pack, that's fine, but you, the pack that I have... Uh, I usually just carry one or two bottles of water, uh, maybe three, depending on how long I'm going to be out today, that day. And when I say bottles of water, I don't mean little bottles of water. I mean the big ones, like the big. Uh, I usually carry, like, two, uh, two of the, like, uh, 36 ounces or whatever they are. Uh, and I'll usually drink one of those and maybe a quarter of the other one uh, for a full day of hunting. Uh, and that's a, it just all depends on what you're wanting to do and what you're liking uh and so it's all just personal preference and uh just like my uh arrows, the reason I choose gold tips is because they've always they've net i've always shot gold tips that's what my dad shoots and uh, that's probably the main reason I've tried a lot of different arrows uh, and there's a lot of good arrows out there there carbon express makes a hell of an arrow easton makes a hell of an arrow uh carbon express easton gold tip uh I'm trying to think who else uh maybe not i don't think it's carbon express i can't i can't remember the other company but they make a help there's a lot of companies that make a a good solid arrow uh easton and and gold easton gold tip carbon express especially make you know they're the top manufacturers that come to mind in in my mind at least uh but gold tip that's what my dad shot uh i'm so i've shot them since i was a kid i've shot in carbon expresses my dad uh, i've shot everything uh carbon expresses i like uh but they're hard to find in the area that I'm at, and it'd be really expensive for me to ship uh, a, uh, a box of arrows, uh, so I just choose a gold tip, uh, because two, big gym, uh they have the gold tip blemishes, and that's really what I shoot, because it's cheap, it's reliable, gold tips never fail me, I've never had a gold tip break, I've never, you know, and that's not to say that that they wouldn't break i'm not endorsed by any of these companies at all and i just want y'all to know that i'm not endorsed by any companies i'm just a regular guy that has spent a lot of money and a lot of time trying to figure out what he likes and what works for him and what's the best and so i'm trying to help you guys not spend a whole bunch of money and, and find the best gear for you uh bows is a bit is a big discussion i'll have a two or three part series about bows and different bow types uh we'll talk about compound mechanical um i mean compound recurve crossbow We'll we'll talk about them all and we'll, we'll probably have one episode for each each type and, and pros and cons of different types and uh what what you should buy what brands do i think you should buy uh but at the end of the day, the bow that you shoot is the bow that you like. And that's the best bow on the market according to you. Uh, I can say whatever. I, I can have all statistics. I, I can't. And uh, I am I can have all the scientific proof. But you know what? If you pick up a bow, the bow that I says is the best, if you pick up another bow and somehow you shoot better with that bow and you like the way that bow feels, go buy that bow. Because that's going to be the best bow for you. Everybody has a bow that's the best for them. And that's the truth about archery. That's why there's so many different brands. Because there's so many different body types. So each brand has a, has a, a suit for a different body type. Not, you know, it's suited for a different body type. Uh, and it really just all depends on what you're trying to do. Uh, and to sort of i'll bring this all back in it it all connects Uh, it doesn't matter how you hunt it doesn't matter what gear you choose it doesn't matter what bow you shoot as long as you're good at it and you kill and you kill animals cleanly and ethically that's all i care about it doesn't matter what brand because listen we're all connect we're all one when it comes to when it comes to being an archer, we're all one big happy family. A lot of us argue, a lot of us have opinions, a lot of us can't agree on brands. But you know what? At the end of the day, we're all archers. We all need to stand up for ourselves, especially in the outdoor community. We all need to as hunters, we all need to band together and have a positive community of hunters. Enough with the hate, brand hating, you shoot Matthews, you suck, you you're a snob. You shoot bard you're, you're a, you know, you're an idiot, the bow's not reliable, they're cheap, you're a cheapskate, whatever. I do, I've shot every single bow you can imagine. I used to work at a bow shop. I've seen, I've seen bows bought online on Amazon now some Chinese sounding name that i've never seen before and you know what that person shoot it shot that bow as accurate as somebody with a thousand dollar matthews and it wasn't the bow it wasn't that, that 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 cheap little chinese knockoff was a was a better bow no it wasn't that matthews was a better bow better quality part but you know what that person liked that bow that bow shot well for that person and that's all that matters and you know at the end of the day whatever you like you like some people you know apples and oranges some people like chocolate ice cream i like vanilla you know and it all just it, it, i don't honestly get the sense of why we can't join together as a hunting community and fight for our our rights for hunting and that's that's really how i'm going to end this podcast on that note uh just be positive stay positive and you know what? Let's stick together, guys, as hunters. That's what we need to do. We need to stick together. And that's the end of this podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, kind of a short one. Uh, short drive home today. Recorded this. Uh, try to get it out to you. Uh, try to get one or two a week, so you guys have like at least an hour of content a week. Net, uh, next week i'm going to get you i'm going to get you guys a, a proper episode it's going to be i'm going to aim for about 45 minutes to an hour long maybe an hour and a half and we're going to cover we're going to cover bows and the first thing we're going to go the next episode is going to be is going to be about compound bows what brands and what brands have to what brands have to offer what now, to simplify that, what brands offer what product for what price point? That's going to be what next week's episode is all about. And this is Hunter assessment with Traditional Archery and Everything Outdoors. Goodbye, I'll see you all later.